I really wrestled with how to talk about what I'm about to talk about without it sounding like a repeat episode. Because there was yet another mass shooting in America this weekend. I think we've crossed over 200 this year alone. And the shooter was some kind of neo-Nazi white supremacist and just slaughtered families and children. I have one of my best friends actually lives in Allen and several of you who listen to the podcast and follow me tell me that you were actually at the mall where this shooting happened the day before, the day after, or you thought about going that day. And it's just despicable because it continues to happen over and over and over again. And I do have one major thought about what the United States could do but doesn't do to track and intervene in these matters. Let me unpack and explain it. I just want to honor the families who lost their loved ones, their babies, their parents, just unimaginable pain. I'm going to talk about one thing that we could and should be pushing for but aren't. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. America, America is so exhausting. And... I mean, on an average day in this country, on an average day, dozens and dozens of people are shot and killed. There is almost always an incident of police brutality that catches our eye. There's almost always a mass shooting. I mean, on any given day, we are confronting mass shootings, racism, police violence, deep poverty, homelessness. And this country and its elected officials genuinely don't have the appetite to change what needs to be changed. Just over this past week, there were mass shootings in another country, um, in Serbia. There were two shootings. And in Serbia, their president and their Congress said, listen, we're going to change everything. Every law, every policy, we're going to do everything we can to make sure what just happened doesn't happen again. And we've seen that all over the world. In England, in Ireland, in Australia, in New Zealand. But here. There, there is a bloodlust. There is a willingness for, in particular, for the white power structure to allow all the things we see happening to continue in huge part because they often aren't the primary targets of police brutality, obviously, racism, obviously. But even so many of the mass shootings are often targeting other people. 
And this was apparently one of those shootings where a man who appears to be Mexican, this is going to require you to open your mind for a moment, appears to be Mexican. I don't know if he's Mexican-American or if he's just a a Mexican immigrant. I I don't have those facts. But according to reports and photos and, and videos and other things I've seen, was a white supremacist. Like, yeah, what? It's like, hold on, what? He was, it appears, a neo-Nazi with Nazi tattoos. He had uh, far-right symbols and things on when he did this atrocity. And almost everybody he killed, it appears, um, was a person of color. Just, just horrible. Killed an entire family, a mom, a dad, and a baby, and only the six-year-old who's in critical condition survived. Shot a mom and her two daughters. The two daughters, who were 10 and 8, died. The mom is fighting to live. And of course, again, it was an AR-15. This country has banned assault rifles before, but now refuses to do so. In more than half of the country, you could just walk in stores and literally buy these weapons of war. The man who designed them literally says, I designed these things to be killing machines on the battlefield. Let's be real. They're not being used to protect homes. They're being used to, to slaughter innocent people all over this country. And there are answers. And I have one thing, and I haven't talked about this since the mass shooting in Buffalo. I have one thing I want to dig in in particular. We have a quick word from some of our sponsors, and I'll be right back. If all of the reports and intelligence that I've read are accurate. This mass shooter had been posting horribly racist neo-Nazi images for weeks and months and had even been posting images of this mall and what it looked like. But because the United States still refuses to make tracking white supremacists and bigots and holding them responsible for violations of the law, because the United States continues to refuse to make this a top priority in, and I've said these three words before, in their budget, in their policies, and in their staffing, Where's your budget? Where are your policies and plans? And where are the staff that make tracking and holding white supremacists accountable a top priority? And after Buffalo, when we learned all of this stuff was happening just out in the open. I mean, this stuff is happening across social media, all over the place. And while the United States 
intelligence community, like the FBI and the CIA and the Department of Defense and State Department and others, continue to say that white supremacist violence is the number one threat to the safety and security of this country, you would not know that by looking at the budget, the policies and plans, and the staffing. You wouldn't know it. And so this, like hundreds of other incidents, ended up going under the radar, and eight people, including mothers, fathers, and children, lost their lives in the most brutal way imaginable because the United States refuses to make white supremacy a priority in the government. And and I understand why. I'm no fool. White people aren't going to make white supremacy a big part of their policies, plans, and budgets. They're just not. Because they don't think of that as the nation's biggest priority. They don't. They think of Ukraine. They think of faraway countries around the world. But they don't think of domestic white supremacy as the threat to national security that it truly is. I don't, I don't know that most people in the government do. And I know they don't because the budget doesn't line up. The policies and plans don't line up. The staffing, it just doesn't line up. It's not, it's not a real priority in this country. And neither is gun violence. Neither are mass shootings. And all over the country, something could be done about it. But people in elected office refuse. Some of them are bought and paid for. Some of them are such gun enthusiasts that they would literally rather have all of these shootings than lose access to weapons of war. I mean, there's so many common sense policies that even conservatives should be okay with, but they're not. Oh, man, uh, battling a cold here on my end, but I'm um, feeling okay. You know, just frustrated with this world. But I love and appreciate you all, and thank you so much for your support. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.